It's haunted towers rise into the clouds above it. I, I don't remember how it goes. I, I have had the line, the Edison Museum, not open to the public, running through my head for the better part of three hours. There's a song by, there's a slight chance they're above average height, off their seminal album. I have no idea which album it's off of. I'm going to guess it's off of... Weirdly enough, I guess it's going to be off of Bare Naked Ladies' Gordon. It's not a good guess, but that's my guess. No, it's off of... Wait, wait, it's, it's off of... Uh, shit. Okay, who cares? Anyway, this is the Alex cast. That was me trying to remember something about a band I listened to in high school. And high school was a long time ago. With me, as always, Producer Michael. Yes, as always, once again. That is That is Producer Michael, that other voice, the one that is not mine. In our continuing efforts to get to know Producer Michael, uh, once per episode, we're going to ask him a, a question and gather some information about him, some generalized stuff. So, Michael, grower or shower? Uh, grower. Good. Yeah. Michael is huge into Farmville. Farmville. Is, wait, is that a test? Hey, No. I don't, I'm sorry, I'm lost. Well, because in Farmville you grow things, and I was trying to change it that I wasn't asking, like, an inappropriate question about a penis. I was actually asking about your, your Farmville statistics. You roasted me. I, 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 you know what I did? I totes got you. Yeah. I also don't remember why I just opened up a web browser, but I swear to God, <laughs> I was, I had an idea of, like, oh, I should have that open. And then, um, okay, they might be giants, Edison Museum, asking you inappropriate things. Farmville, oh no, it had nothing to do with what I was saying. I was, well. Stardew Valley, just saying. Stardew Valley, what? Yeah, it's it's like, uh, I would say it's the, you know, decent version of Farmville or something. Oh, or yeah. Or like Animal Crossing mixed with Farmville. I've never actually played Farmville. I'm just familiar with the concept. Same. I imagine it's gardening, which yeah. is what Stardew Valley is about, so. I, I, the only one of those games I play is, is Castle Clash, which is like Gathering of the Clans or whatever that popular one is. Oh, Clash of Clans? Yeah, yeah Clash or... of Clans, yeah. yeah. Um, and it's one of those, hey, let's do stuff, and then after a while you get addicted to it, and there's like a giant right. dopamine rush, and then you get tricked into spending actual money because you think it's a good idea, right? and then you spend a bunch of money you don't have on, on those games, which I did. Though a bunch of money is probably an exaggeration. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, I guess a bunch, but... You know, more than a more than like the zero I should be at, uh, which was kind of embarrassing. Yeah, I've kind of gotten into this game called uh, Link Flash Blockbuster, something like that. Um, since I've been hanging out with my father-in-law or girlfriend's dad, however you want to say it, um, 
And all that they really do over there is play those pay-to-win games. Yeah. And so that's all they really talk about is how far they are in the games. So to relate, you kind of got to jump right in, you know? I, I, I do understand. Yeah, it's tough. Well, I don't understand the talking to people part because no one talks to me ever. Mm. But uh, the the, the pay-to-play thing, I get pay-to-win, whatever you call it, premium, free, freemium. That's premium. premium. That's sure, yeah. So on that note... The warp system in Star Trek The Next Generation makes no fucking sense. I bring to you this example. Hey, uh, we're going to the blah, blah, blah system. Warp 2. And then they go for warp 2. All right. Fine. Makes sense. They seem to be able to go up to warp 9 and then, like, you know, some bits after if they really press the engine. So I get it. Warp 9, 9.5 is like really press the engines outside the danger zone. <laughs> right. So I get that, right? What I don't get is sometimes they're like warp five, then they're like warp seven because we're in a rush or whatever. Why not just always go warp seven? Like I don't understand the arbitrary. It doesn't like it doesn't make any sense. Like, is it is it a graduated thing where warp one is like the safest thing ever, and then warp nine is the top most dangerous, or is it like around seven it starts to get dangerous and that's where they always choose that number? Because it's really frustrating on the show if you're paying any attention, which I am, because I'm a fucking nerd. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of arbitrary, but I imagine there's an actual explanation somewhere that someone has thought out. Yeah, well, that's that's kind of what I'm asking the audience. The only thing yeah. I think is that, that well, I mean, obviously the, the, the level 9, warp 9 is dangerous, because they say that in the show explicitly. But the thing I was thinking was, like, uh, them being in a rush certain places would be... Like the 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 le- like if there's exponential danger or rising danger level from warp one to nine, like it just for for every step the danger quotient rises. You would think like fuck you, we're not going to Risa or some pleasure village planet. Like we're we, we well, okay, we'll go there at fucking warp one. Like let's crawl because the idea of endangering your crew on a larger and larger scale, the faster you go is is incredibly dangerous and it just it's frankly it it's shitty captain's captain's ship i don't know if that's what you say captainship captaincy it's 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 a it's a shitty thing to do yeah and i think that um captain john luke picard the vaulted famous fucking captain of that ship is uh is endangering his people constantly for bullshit it's bullshit typical military yeah the other episode I was watching, they're like, oh, we got to go pick up these people. They're on a farm planet, and then they want to change planets because their atmosphere sucks, and in a scant few years, they're going to have to leave. Warp 5. Wait, no, wh- why Warp 5? If that's four times more dangerous than 1, and you're just picking up some fucking farmers, wh- 1, why are you sending the the elite top ship of the fucking Federation fleet to pick up some fucking farmers? The flagship. Yeah. Yeah. And well, 2, why go Warp 5 if it's four times as dangerous? Or plus four danger. The point is more dangerous than one. It's just it's for fucking farmers. Send send the send the some other class of ship. I don't know what I the mean, other ship names are. I, I agree, but you know you have to remember specifically in that episode, the reason they probably were going warp five is because the hollow deck wasn't able to contain them for the entire journey, and uh, you know it was really up in the air whether 
they yeah, were going true. to survive the transition. So. Yeah, yeah. Moriarty had just taken over the ship from the holodeck, and you know, yeah. Was, <laughs> Sounds like was... we've been watching the same season, season four. Oh no, I'm 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 season two. I just started season three. Oh okay. Um, but I I I watched the show before, but yeah. I haven't watched all the episodes. I'm still not watching all the episodes now. I I just started season three, and I've probably watched a season's worth of episodes so far because. There's a lot of them just kind of fast forwarding through or yeah. skipping altogether. Like, yeah. like if the if the if the write up is like Wesley struggling with romance, <laughs> oh boy, am I not wanted fuck all that episode. You know, uh, like uh, yeah. Worf is struggling with a Klingon right of not watching that. Like yep. anything with Troy's mother. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, Troy's mother. I actually, I'll leave that on if I'm doing something rather engaging. Mm. Just because, well, one, I like that big dumb guy she hangs out with. <laughs> yeah. And um, I like their kind of a- attempts at humor and how bad it is. Kind of makes me laugh a little bit. Like, yeah. not not like their jokes aren't funny, but like just how kind of cheesy ass. And like, yeah, that's a joke that a sci-fi writer just wrote. And oh, it's yeah. really, really awkward. So those, those I'm kind of, I'll kind of leave on just as like a cringy laugh at it area mm-hmm. like the the one that was just on the other night where she falls in love with a hologram for for a moment in the episode mm-hmm. the one where there's like fish people yeah yeah there's fish people that are just standing there the whole episode and then she's like going through some like some psychic people whatever races betazoid she's going through some betazoid menopause thing right and then at the end of the episode inexplicably oh no my 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 betazoid senses are better for no reason and oh yeah, those fish people are assassins. A spoiler alert, <laughs> people: the fish people turns out to be assassins, deadly assassins. So, circling back, the warp system is really stupid in 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 the next generation. Two, why the fuck during season two was that Doctor Pulaski lady there? Because uh, you have to rem- Wesley's mom my was season one. Yeah, and then that other lady that was redhead and slightly older was there during season two. Hmm. She was kind of bitchy. She kept calling. She kept calling Data and it at the beginning of the season. That was like her narrative arc. <laughs> oh, I don't remember that. Yeah, she was terrible, Doctor Pulaski, hmm. and and then then fucking Crusher comes back the next season. So I don't, I don't know. Whatever. I don't really care all that much. But and here's my other complaint. Why am I watching this fucking? I know I'm watching this show because I'm really lonely and I just like having something on in the background. And episodic TV is nice because it's the same character, so it's like it's almost like I have friends. Right. But boy, does this show get in my nerves a lot and. It's not really helping as much as other shows of like trying to keep me company. Like it's man, these are irritating human beings. Oh yeah. Yeah. They, they're definitely going about it in a very like transparent writery way. Like, Oh God, we have to explore this piece of classic literature with these characters or, you know, this kind of farcical situation that we've seen a million times has to be put in space on the enterprise. the like, the okay. the things I liked okay so just because I don't want to just shit on the show <laughs> yeah that's not my intention either I'm enjoying it the data stuff is great and that's the stuff I was gonna remember that I remembered um okay I hated Yar actually more this time watching it but that's no one liked Tasha Yar so that's that's actually yeah. not even bitching I think everybody agrees with that but um the data stuff I I had uh, uh I kind of thought it was gonna be really cheesy ass going back and it, it's it's cheesier. But it was it was far less cheesy than I was expecting. Like I was really expecting it to not hold up at all. I was like, oh no, this is actually pretty decent. Like a lot of his reactions like are pretty consistent over the first few seasons of like, 
don't know, there's just certain interaction points. I'm like, oh, that's clever writing. Like, mm-hmm. done really well. I actually like the Klingon stuff a lot more than I thought I was going to, because um, I remember that being really cheesy. Yes, and it is, but it's done in, like, kind of a... I don't know. It's it, If you think of them as just kind of space frat boys, it's it's pretty interesting. So it's... I don't know. That, that, was, that was something I didn't... I like Picard a lot more watching now. Hmm. Didn't like him when I was a kid that much. Interesting. Not that he didn't like him. He just, he didn't, I think I was more like a Riker guy when I was a kid. Yeah. Because he was the, you know, the young kind of sexy guy. Right. And now that, I mean, to be fair, I'm probably Riker's age now. Inexplicably now, I'm like, yeah, Picard, that's the, I think it's just because Picard's (laughs) like, you know, he's like the erudite reader kind of guy. He's into, he's into archaeology. Like, he's, he's, he's pretty all right. Um, Troy, much sexier watching as an adult. Absolutely. Boy, she is a nice looking lady. Uh, when I was a kid. Wasn't so much, and uh, I'm actually getting a little bit of a Gates McFadden, uh, 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 Dr. Crusher. Not a bad looking lady. When I was a kid, I was like, oh, that's some old lady, you know, because I was on when I was, what, was late 80s, so I was, I was prepubescent, so like that was, she was just some old lady, like she was like super old, and I was like, <laughs> right. yeah, hang on up, all right, look at you, look at you, Gates McFadden. Um, Jordy, terrible, uh, so far <laughs> up to season three, and um. But here's what I'm looking forward to, because I'm not, I'm not shitting on the show, because a lot of the stuff I like about this show comes later. There hasn't been a single, ens- there hasn't been a single Barkley episode. Mm. Uh, you know, the guy that pretty much anytime he shows up, something goes really fucked up on the yep. ship and they're a fun episode. Uh, Cole Meany, uh, uh, who I don't remember his, his character name. Um, the Irish guy, he's in, he's in uh, Con Air and stuff. He plays the engineer, he plays the transporter guy. Right. Um, do you know, do you remember his character name? Oh man, um, the actor kind of drawn a blank. The actor name is Cole Meany. It's a uh... oh fuck, I can't remember. They never like they never really say it in the season because he's not like a major character. But I like him later in the show. It's O'Brien. O'Brien, that's yeah. right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so I'm looking forward to that. And the yeah, so the Q episodes I I really liked, except for the first one, which. Actually, I like the first one better than I thought I was going to, because I remember the thing being just fucking cheesy bullshit. And it is cheesy bullshit, but John Delancey is so much fun to watch. The yeah. guy that plays Q, that it's like, as an adult, it's like, all right, this is actually kind of, like, just throwing the episode aside, just kind of watching him just be weird. Very amusing. Yep, yep. I just watched the uh, Robin Hood episode. Oh, I haven't seen that one in a while. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's got the classic wharf line, I am not a merry man, which is perfect oh that's fun yeah perfect just what you want he's little john oh yeah i do kind of remember that there's also uh here's here's a memory that well not a memory here's something i like that hasn't happened yet there was the episode where i posted a still from this uh, on on instagram if you follow me on instagram alex cast or something um at the alex who cares um it's the one where Wesley and Picard are in a shuttle together and Picard's going to get a, a, a new fake heart put in for him. Mm-hmm. But he tells a story about how he got the, his heart got damaged because he's in a fight with a bunch of uh, Nasakins, I think. Which is weird because I can remember fucking O'Brien's name. I just came up with Nasakins. Right. <laughs> um, wow. Really? Yeah. I think wow. so. It's no, I mean, no, yeah. that is the number. Oh, I just yeah, called yeah. it yesterday. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There you go. So, um, wow. Yeah, I have a weird memory like that, but uh, the uh, the Noskin thing, but that comes up later where there's like a flashback thing. Like, I guess it's, I think it's a time travel episode. It's a Q episode. It's a Q time travel. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Which, which it was just like, watching the original setup. I kind of forgot that those are two separate episodes that 
there actually is set up the heart thing. And then in a later episode, they follow they through. With, yeah, they go back. Which is, it's weird because that, this show doesn't really have like a, I guess, uh, so for younger listeners, shows used to not have like any kind of overriding plot. And, and this show sort of brushes at it a little bit. Like there's some character development, but it's, takes a very long time and it's it's more so just like oh we're out of shit to write all right yeah. let's do this but uh it's weird to see the like little sprinklings of hints because that wasn't you know really part of the the kind of social narrative of television back then of, of doing it like you know like now you know or even deep space nine the next show after this like it's one it's essentially one giant story arc the entire mm-hmm. show i mean obviously there's a bunch of one-off episodes but is, yeah, it was interesting to see, like, them seed stuff that comes back later. It's like, oh, that's weird. This is, like, little hints of, like, actual good writing and, like, hints of where TV is about to go. And probably, probably like, mid to late 90s is where that, that kind of... Yeah, X-Files really, like... Yeah, X-Files. Took um, to the limit. Oz. Yeah. Like, there was a few, like, these kind of, like... Now we start, because even X, well, I mean, yeah, X-Files did have, like, the overarching thing, yeah, because there's a lot of one-off episodes, but there was the the full kind of conspiracy right. thing that went through the whole thing. But it's just interesting to see that that start to, start to develop as a kind of a cultural, uh, just a cultural touchstone is weird to go back, because it's like, at least for me, I kind of forget that that's like, like, the, I just kind of forget that even, like, the, even shitty shows now, the norm is that it's like, a show where the characters develop and go on and mm-hmm. the effects of one episode lead to the other one. Like even fucking, uh, what's that show that people like? I've only seen a few supernatural. Oh yeah. I, I sort of know what the show does, but like it actually, it's, it's a monster of the week show, but they do keep the plot going and mm-hmm. try to keep the characters oh, yeah. changing in dynamic. And it's, I mean, dynamic in a very like literal sense, not like they're, they're dynamos. And I really want to look at them like, Oh look, <laughs> right. hands, handsome Mick hair and, and grumpy Neanderthal brother. Like the, I don't, yeah, I don't need to watch this, but, um, even that like dog shit is the ideas that they keep the narrative going. So it's like, oh, this is, it's, it's, this is the norm now. And going back at this kind of, this, 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 this middle point is just kind of weird. Not weird, but it's interesting. I keep saying weird. I'm sorry. The most interesting part of the show is Wesley's plot arc. Oh, is that what you're trying to say? Yeah, that was, um. There's, I was going to screen cap it, but I'm sure that a million people have already done this already. But there's an episode where it was a Q episode where he wants to great. He offers Riker uh, entering the Q continuum. Mm, yeah. And Riker tries to grant Wesley's wish. And he thinks Wesley's wish is he wants to grow up. And, and Will Wheaton <laughs> turns into someone that does not look like adult Will Wheaton. He turns into this strapping, like, lantern jaw. Oh, McFucking, he's a hunk. Yeah. He's like a hunk of sort. Like he's like one of those, he's like a beefcake shot from the 1950s. Yep. Like, but not one of those barrel-chested, big belly beefcake shots. Like this is like a this dude was like ripped giant man. And boy, that is not what happened in real life. Like holy crap! And the the audience has heard me say how much I I really hate Will Wheaton a lot. Um, not as like a man, as a, as a as a as a as a cultural representation like maybe he's a nice guy in real life it's just his 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 personality is grating and i wish he wasn't famous so i would never have to be near him <laughs> so i guess i actually really i guess i just hate him yeah yeah so if you ever want to um look at what will we was gonna look like check out that episode uh yeah and i'll, I'll actually alex i'll send you a picture oh, of please do. them compared uh because he actually posed in the same sweater 
so to speak, as the uh, adult Will Wheaton in the episode. So you get a real side by side. Oh, good. Okay, yeah, I would like to. Um, I would like to see that because uh, yeah, I'll post that on the episode page, which we all know I won't, but I'll, I have every intention on doing it. You can it. tweet it. I'll make it easy for you. Yeah, we'll tweet it. Yeah, I'll tweet it. That's that's much better because that'll do. Then no one has to Google anything. Well, because usually I say I'll, I'll post the image on the episode page because you yeah. can click on and see the. But I just I never do it, and frankly, I don't think anybody ever looks. Like I I've I've longtime listeners that didn't even know there were write ups. <laughs> right. <laughs> which is weird because on iTunes you could see the write up if you hover over the little eye. Yeah, I usually read the write ups, but I don't always follow the links. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I use Downcast and it's just kind of inconvenient. It opens in its own browser and it's just weird. Yeah. I mean, and and generally when I bring up a, a link or a web page, I always describe it in such full and accurate detail. Well, you don't really even need to click on it after after my in-depth analysis of, yeah, that's pretty cool. <laughs> uh, you know, you should like pay attention to that or whatever, you know, or not. I mean, with that kind of reporting, I don't even know why you'd bother. You know, this is like a new tomb they found or whatever. So, <laughs> you know, um, let's do this now. Uh, 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 oh, here's what I want. Uh, hit hit me up. Could you, could you go to YouTube and, and and find and find the Edison Museum by by they might be giants. I need I need a I need a bed here. I need a bed over which to talk. Okay. Like a bed of romaine lettuce when you're having something that's wants to be on a bed of wet stuff. Like um. Baked tofu. Baked tofu, or steak. The Edison Museum, not open to the public. Its haunted towers rise into the clouds above it. Both right. Bring that down. From out of town to gaze in amazement when they see it. If I were to have a Portland equivalent to the Edison Museum. It would probably be the Portland Art Museum, but in second place, it would be the standard, 14 Northeast 22nd. If you want to know the zip code, fuck you. You can find it on Facebook at facebook.com slash thestandardpdx. Let me describe to you some things. Mondays, you can get adult slushies for $3, though it may be 4 I wasn't paying attention. Pretty sure it's 3 Go. People like it. It's like sugary drinks, and I swear you'll never get a hangover off of those. Tuesday is Tito's Tuesday. That's Tito's brand vodka. If you listen to any podcast ever, you'll know Tito's vodka because they reference them a lot because they're touring road comedians and they all have drinking problems. Wednesdays, one dollar hands Wednesdays. Thursday, don't know. Fridays, don't know. Saturdays, don't know. Sundays, three dollar microbrews. And that's it. There's the entire week. Go to facebook.com slash thestandardpdx or go in real life to 14 Northeast 22nd. Show up sit next to me and say sup dog and then be like why the fuck is this weirdo saying sup dog and then explain that you listen to the show and you're like obeying my explicit instructions and then i'll go oh well this is slightly less awkward cool um please please sit down and um and then i'll say the edison museum and everything will be good so that my friends was a standard commercial please turn this fucking garbage off thank you no problem i just want to say to you named a few of the uh, drink specials there at the Standard. Mm-hmm. People aren't going to believe the other specials. But in order to find out, yeah. they're going to have to go to the Facebook page. It's a really good point. If you go to facebook.com slash the standard PDX, 
The Thursday special is so powerful that to even say it into microphones would destroy the equipment. The Friday special has been known to kill people. It's like it's like a Scanners uh, movie where you've stared at it for too long and your head explodes. The Saturday special is, is, is you know that song Saturday Night Special? That is a prescient song that stared into the future a la the Spice Transform Dune and saw what the standard was doing and said, there you go. Or it's some stupid fucking tequila bullshit. Anyway, the standard. Look, I'm done with the commercial. I don't have to compliment that piece of shit place anymore. <laughs> but to be fair, I, I like I like that place. Um, You sent me this. Oh, God. What is it? It's a descriptive of, of intelligent people. Mm. Apparently, uh, you love to swear, according to a, uh, a study published in Language Sciences Journal. Mess is your best friend. So, I guess you anthropomorphize, like, you know, misplaced <laughs> object in your room and then befriend it. That's according to researchers at the University of Minnesota, where you can swim in the magical waters of Lake Wittitonka. The sound of chewing drives you mad. Oh, really? Oh, it's hitting a little close to home. No, apparently 20% of the world's population is misophonia, uh, highly sensitive to certain noises. Uh, no, but I'm, I'm, I'm very bothered by noises when people talk uh, on, on podcasts. <laughs> um, look, next page. Well, that's a fucking terrifying picture of chewing. It's awful. It is yeah. so bad. You chat away to yourself. Oh, so you talk to yourself? Yeah, I guess I do that. You like a strong drink. Oh. Found a certain correlation between childhood intelligence, alcohol consumption, and adulthood. Uh, apparently, modern alcohol production is an evolutionarily novel phenomenon, and that more intelligent individuals are more likely to engage in evolutionarily novel behavior. Wow. Hmm. Okay. Your phone is the ultimate distraction. Uh, no, I'm, I'm an adult. I know how to fucking... That's... Fuck you. I hate people to look at their phone while they're talking to you. I don't hate them. I mean, I just I want to stab them repeatedly until they stop being alive. You love a late night. Uh, a study of 1,000 teenagers conducted by University of Madrid. Nah, it's foreign. Not listening to it. Uh, you spend a fortune on sex toys. Okay. That's weird. Spend more on sex toys than their peers at other universities. <laughs> Interesting. So, uh, wait, Oxford or Cambridge, two of England's top universities. I thought England went to school for free. Oh, that's probably over by now. Uh, you're an avid doodler. Yeah, we just did that with the last one. You know, because doodle is another, you know, name for playing with your genitalia. <laughs> um, four, you you have fourteen hilarious, awful Family Feud answers. Oh, oh, I oh didn't you know send what? You that. I think I think we're I think we ran out of a list. I wouldn't send you that. I would take that back. Um, no. Okay. Uh, I, yeah, I think most of those are accurate, except for that thing about sex toys, because I, I think the correlation would be people with more money are more apt to buy. St- novelties so you can't actually make that correlation because people with more money would probably go to good schools it's just yeah that's i don't don't think that's a particularly like good causation between the two but you know the fact is all those others work and i'm not smart motherfucker they're saying shit like causation right what up bitches yeah uh i mean a recent uh statement came out from you know the head of some prestigious medical journal all right um saying that uh, about half of all studies being released right now are just totally incorrect. Really? Yeah, because they it's like a mix between, you know, the publisher die or perish, whatever, you know, oh, where they yeah, have yeah. to constantly be releasing stuff. And then also um, 
something about p-values, and that's like, you know, what you're trying to find uh, in order to measure the effect of something and how yeah. those are supposed to be within a certain range to, yeah, it's you know... like a light amber color. It, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. If you're, uh, if you have synesthesia, that's yeah. exactly right. Well, I know. You want I mean, it to be P- light amber or, you no, know, your, your under P- one. Like your p-value should actually look like this, this uh, scotch <laughs> I'm drinking. Yeah. Unless okay. it's in the morning and that smells a little kind of fishy. Right. Uh, yeah, except for the fact that that was probably written in a study and I have no way to believe that or not because apparently 50% are bullshit. Well, I don't think it was a full study, so. Yeah, so I'm less likely to believe it. It's like that fucked hmm. up thing with the two doors and one always lies and says to <laughs> right. not, like, listen to that other guy and you're like, I still don't understand that. Um, yeah, I, it's. It doesn't matter. No, no, it's, it, it's one of those, yeah, it's, um, there was, the, the, I was reading this thing a while ago, I'm trying to think of anything, I'm not going to say any name because I may get it confused, but this, essentially somebody uh, got a, a, a Bigfoot study done where she got DNA evidence of Bigfoot, mm-hmm. and then essentially, like, what happened was, they essentially just started a science magazine and published in it, so it was a, now a published, you know, a published, right. you know, a paper in a journal, even though it was like a journal that was, that was the issue, but yeah, there's... I've heard that this is kind of a, it's, it's going to be less of a, uh, kind of, uh, uh, the rubric by which to, to, to judge anything. Like, you know, back when it was like peer review, it's mm-hmm. like me saying, like I wrote a novel. It's like, yeah, yeah, I did, but it fucking published it on Amazon. It's like, like, yeah, technically like, yeah, I can get some fucking Raider kudos off of that, but it's not like 20 years ago where it's, you know, you had to get a, well, actually they had publishers that paid you money back then. So fuck it. Now mm-hmm. it's the same thing. I didn't read this one. So what happened with this? Uh, people were fucking in a graveyard thing. Uh, some ghost hunters were looking for ghosties in a graveyard and they came upon some people filming porn. Simple oh, really? As that. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. I guess they, 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 they heard the, 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 un, the unworldly <laughs> oh, moans. <God>. Yes. <laughs> um, they here to check out this, this segue. Uh, I read Harry Potter. I, I read them a bunch. Moaning Myrtle is the name of a ghost in that. Moaning means to complain in England, where where that's that that book's written. That changes a lot. Yeah, that totally changes my perception of the. It's character. not like mo- like like ooh, like no, it's moaning like I'm I'm a complainer, and that's why she's bitching all the time. Mm-hmm. But if you didn't know that, uh, you know, it, here's another example. Ron fixes his wand with spell o tape. You're like, oh, that's a weird name, but you would, wouldn't understand that what they call we call Scotch tape, they call cello tape oh, in England. Boy. So this is a pun on cello tape. I'm assuming there's a shitload more that as Americans we don't we don't pick up on, but uh, that is that is my thing. So this is going to probably be unlistenable, so feel free to f- go through this. But I I wanted to take a Harry Potter quiz uh, on on air for no good reason other than the fact that I just need to fill time. So uh, uh, producer Michael got one. And we're going to try to take it, and this is going to be unedited, as you know, because actually, you do the editing now, so I could probably make you edit this to make me look better. Mm-hmm. But I'm not going to do that, because that would be stupid, and the whole point of this is that I'm the idiot professor. So if I either do it great, I'll do it great. If I do it wrong, I do it wrong. But let us, let us do a Harry Potter quiz. Okay. Live. Let's do outside. it. No, not live. <laughs> not quite. Yeah. Uh, question one. In Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone, Harry Potter wanted to buy this object his very first trip to Diagon Alley, but was not allowed to by Hagrid. This object is... Okay, before you read the ones, my guess is a pure gold cauldron. Uh, Please read the A through D. Uh, A, a solid gold cauldron. I'm going to go with A. Okay. All right. 
Wow, what a surprise. That was correct. All right. In Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone, Dumbledore remarks that he once had this flavor of Birdie Bot's every flavor bean that made him stop eating them. This flavor was? Uh, It was, I once had a... I believe it's vomit, but please read them off to me. Uh, We have earwax, vomit, dirt, and booger. It's, yeah, it's... it's... Oh, because he says to Harry, it's vomit. And then the the one he eats that he thinks is butterscotch or toffee is is earwax. So it's a vomit. You are correct. All right. Woo. Should have more fanfare. Maybe I can add that in later. Yeah, yeah. Put that in post. Okay. Moment of silence then. Uh, In Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets, Hermione takes Polyjuice Potion to look like which of the following Slytherin girls? Millicent Bolstrode. But you might as well read them to me. Uh, Daphne Greengrass, Pansy Parkinson, Millicent Bolstrode, Blaze Zabini. You know, I'm actually not even sure it's Millicent Bolstrode, but since I already guessed it, I'm going to go with that one because it'd be more impressive. That is correct. Oh, good. All right. Wow. Because that other name, uh, Pansy Parkinson, I think she's some like kind of cunty little girl in those books too. So I'm like, oh shit, that might be her. Wow. Uh, okay. I'm impressed so far. You've done better than me already. I got 10%. All so. right. Yeah. Um, in Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban, Hermione and Ron are in the Hogsmeade, are in Hogsmeade, discussing which of the following sweets before Harry interrupts them. Saying, Wait, hold on. Oh, yeah, sorry. This is a really long question. Yeah, Go please, ahead. No, no, please continue. Uh, Harry interrupts them saying, definitely not. Uh, it was... It was blood-flavored something for vampires, but I, I'm going to need I'm gonna need the, the answers. All right, we have jelly slugs, blood-flavored lollipops, pepper imps, and cockroach clusters. Oh, it's uh, uh, blood-flavored lollipops. Whoa, that is incorrect. It is not. If it's cockroach clusters, that's what they're discussing. Ron trying to feed Fred and George. All right. That is earlier in that scene. All right. I, that was what they said it was, right? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. This is unprecedented. Let's move on to the next question. Okay, no, I could be With wrong. Maybe respect. I got the order wrong. No, I'm going to give respect to the quiz. They probably looked more recently. I could have gotten the order wrong, but I thought I thought they said it was for vampires. I mean, keep in mind this quiz was made by a random person on no, Reddit. I'm gonna, so. I, no, I'm going to no, I'm going to say I'm wrong. I'm going to go with wrong on that one. That was my bad. I think I think that was early in the scene. I fucked up. I embarrassed myself. Maybe we'll revisit it. We'll, I'll check that out. No, I'm probably, I'm just going to work. Everybody don't care that much. <laughs> in Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire, what kind of port key did Harry and the Weasleys use to leave the Quidditch World Cup? Oh, to leave it? To use to leave the Quidditch World Cup. Oh, uh. Oh, okay, what are the answers? Because, well, fuck. Oh, yeah. Uh, a broken potions bottle, an old boot, an old rubber tire, a head of a statue. Wait, wait. read them again. This is this is confusing to me. Uh, and keep in mind, this is from Goblet of Fire. Which port key did they use to leave the Quidditch World Cup? Yeah, a broken potions bottle, an old boot, an old rubber tire, a head of a statue. All right. I think okay, this is fucked up. Okay, I'm confused though. It's it's a it's a tire. Okay. 
Is that right? That is correct. Right. So that's fucking because they get there by the boot. Yeah. And then, then the the head was what it, with Porky when Harry left after the Ministry of Magic after Dumbledore fought Voldemort. But that other one, I'm like, oh fuck, a broken boot. Shit, <laughs> like it's one yeah, of those two. I, don't, I guess the old boot. So I don't or remember the broken boot. I don't remember them naming it, but it, it, it didn't sound like a. Anyway, let's let's this is a, keep read things. I'm stammering. In Harry Potter and the Order of the Phoenix, which owl O W L examiner is proctoring the test when Hagrid is attacked? You mean the ordinary wizarding levels? Yep. Uh, okay, that was their astronomy class, which uh, I think it's Professor Tofty or something like that. Oh, no, here, just read me the answers. Uh, Griselda Marchbanks, Professor Tofty, Wilkie Twycross, Professor Sinistra. Sinistra. No, that's the actual teacher. I think it's Tofty because I just said it, so I'm just going to go with that one. That's okay, yeah. That was tricky though, because uh, Wilkie Twycross was the one that uh, was his, uh, which uh, was his, uh, I think his, the one where he showed off his his, uh, it was like his apparitions test or something like that. He's a, he's in a he's a different teacher at some point. In Harry Potter and the Half Blood Prince, Harry does not smell which of the following scents from the Coleman Cauldron of Amortini. Amortentia. Yeah. yeah that one well you're gonna have to read me that one because it's it's which one ha- doesn't he do so right. if i do the answer to this that'd be fucking incredible <laughs> that's fair yeah, yeah I, I got a little bit caught up on the uh the pronunciation or the pronunciation pronunciation yeah. uh a broomstick flowers triacle tart new parchment <sighs> wait, wait read it again I mean, not the, the, the answers. I got, mm-hmm. the, I got the question. Uh, a broomstick, flowers, treacle tart, new parchment. That's, man, that's tricky because, fuck. Because he smells a flowery odor that he thought he recognized because that's supposed to be Ginny. Oh, fuck. It's either... Uh, oh, man, I don't know. Uh, broomstick. Oh, I'm sorry. It was New Parchment. New Parchment. Okay, that's what I thought. I think I think Hermione says New Parchment. Hmm. That was a tough question. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I remember the scene they're talking about, but yeah, I didn't know that sure. one. I, I'm going to... Yeah, the other... The, yeah, shut up, Alex. Read the next one. Uh, in Harry <laughs> Potter and the Half-Blood Prince, Harry attempts to get the memory from Professor Slughorn while most of the class is taking their apparition exam. To do this, Harry brews... Which potion, it should say. Oh, uh, wait, wait. While Harry... Oh, while everybody else is taking their OWLs, or whatever, apparitions exam, mm-hmm. Harry has to brew... I don't know, wait, read the answers. Uh, drought of the Living Death, Euphoria, Hiccuping Solution, His Own Potion. Okay, wait, wait, wait. Fuck, that's a tricky one, because all of those are actually from the... You know, hiccuping is, is... is That was Draco did that. So, okay, so I got a one and three. The Euphoria thing, I think they did in... Fuck. Harry had to brew... The Drought of the Living Death was the one that he won the Felix Felicis from brewing. But that means that everybody else was in the class with him, right? We read him again. Fuck, this is a that's a hard one. 
Uh, we got Drought of Living Death, yeah. Euphoria, Hiccuping Solution, His Own Potion. I guess just His Own Potion. It was Euphoria. It was Euphoria? Yeah, fuck. That was a tough one because all of those were were like things in the book. Oh, man, that was a, that was a, that was a doozy. Good. I'm glad we're getting some good questions. Yeah, that was, a, that was a fucking difficult one. All right. Uh, in Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows... Hollows, Hallows. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Uh, which of the following is a code name that Fred or George Weasley objects to during Potter Watch? Oh, it Fred is. Fred and George Weasley it object is, to. Uh, he wants to be rapier, but they call him. Oh, it's something like rat name. All right, what are the answers? <laughs> Rodent, Roach, Rapier, Royal. Oh, uh, uh. Rodent. That is correct. Yeah. Surprisingly. Well, that was that was a tough. Well, I mean, not a tough. If I didn't know that as well as I did, because the other one, um, uh, uh, the other one's another nickname for I think Lupin or somebody like that later in that scene. Mm. Yeah. Uh, in the entirety of the Harry Potter series, which of the following was not a password to Dumbledore's office? Uh, all right. Uh, acid pops, toffee eclair, Dumbledore, fudge flies. Fudge flies. That's correct. All right. All right. Your score, either seventy or eighty percent. Out of ten questions. That was only that was ten questions. Yeah. I felt like more. Jesus, I sucked at that. No, what? You were kind of blowing my mind. Yeah, but seventy or eighty—that's pretty shitty. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I, okay, here's the thing: is I think if we had more questions, I'd had a higher score than that. But I mean, that's still that's yeah. like a. It's like a C. Kind of. That's shit. I mean, if it's weighted, you did pretty well just looking at the leaderboard. Oh, really? Yeah. What? I mean, there's a few 100s, but mostly uh, people are in the 80s and below. All right. Those 100s, I'm going to say a lot of them were cheating. Cause yeah, I agree. There was. Or they went back through it. I mean, it's not that hard to just go back through once you oh, know yeah, all the, it's right the same answers. Ones, yeah. Um, that, uh. The more I think about it, I think I was wrong about that blood pop. Yeah, I think because I think what happens, they talk about the blood pops, then they say cockroach cluster, then Harry interrupts, and then Ron says maybe they could get Fred and George to. I think that's what, I think that's what happened. Mm. Either way, um, it was uh, fourteen and a half inches of elder wood, and I was sorted into Ravenclaw. And oh, Very it was nice. a, uh, um, I think it was a unicorn hair was my was my was my um, your core my core yeah is that pottermore yeah 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 and uh, of course sorted into ravenclaw because you know I'm, I'm not an idiot <laughs> any other any other any other house is a bunch of fools fools exactly well i feel like uh i feel like i don't deserve my harry potter fandom anymore it's been revoked, so just don't worry about it. You can earn it back, though, if you study hard enough. Yeah, I guess so. I solemnly swear that I'm up to no good by <laughs> studying more Harry Potter. Well, I'm disappointed in myself, and uh, I blame you. Uh, so, this coffin thing... This came up on an episode of QI, uh, uh, a, a favorite BBC show of mine. And, uh, so it, it is a, it is a, uh, webcam enabled coffin 
so you can watch your loved ones uh, rot. Um, the one on the, the one on QI was something along the lines of like watchmerot.com or something like that. It would say like it was really oh, bad. Man. But uh, uh, yeah, the, so here's the thing about that. All right, so the idea is that they put a they put a webcam in a coffin and then you can like look at your loved one as it rots. So that's fucked up. But one, I'm not sure if it's a joke. I mean, it probably, I mean, whatever. But two, even if, if it is a joke, I there's people that would do this. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And that's fucked up. Oh, yeah. I, can we, like, make this stop? Like, to not, like, I'm not into, like, censorship or anything like that. Like, I think you should have a right to do pretty much anything. But, like, not this. Like, this is your, these people's opinions are wrong. This yeah. is, stop being like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I don't, it's hard to say, but I know they now have a webcam enabled refrigerator so you can peek in and check what you have available, uh, wirelessly and remotely. Um, I, you know, I wonder how much that, uh, that segment of the population crosses over with the assholes who would, uh, be interested in this. Yeah, maybe. I mean, at least that one is just like you're just a lazy fat guy. Yeah. So that's like I feel like there's a little more respect there. I mean, that's just like good old American disgusting lethargy. Okay. You think it's less about the tech and more just about not being able to let go or just like morbidity? You know, I, I did think that. But then I just once you said the word tech, I realized there are people that are just like really tech obsessed. Mm-hmm. Then maybe that's like a good but it's just it's fucking creepy. Oh, yeah. Like, I mean, I get it, like, the first day or two, I don't know how long, like, uh, you know, because modern oh, corpses, they're all, like, well, because they're all, like, gussied up, they get, like, formaldehyde right. and stuff, so, like, I get it for, like, right. not that I get it, 30 but I, days to say goodbye. Yeah, like, I, I, I get the, <laughs> the initial, the initial, like, oh, no, you still look like you did yeah. run, but you're, it, it, it's gonna start looking pretty nasty, and that's, that's the part, it's like, oh, fuck, do you really want to see that, like? Ugh, that's fucking gross. Yeah, that's like, uh, I could see them putting a spin on that on like Black Mirror or something. I like the idea that it could be timed, you know? You know oh, you yeah. You your two weeks or something like that with the webcam and then it gets shut off. Yeah. On the on, on QI, uh, one of the contestants made a joke is like, how fucked up would it be if you're like looking at it and you just see their hand go up and like scratch their nose? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, that's all I would be thinking. You'd be like, oh, it's going to move. It's going to, oh God, oh God, Granny's going to move. I know this is going to fucking happen. Oh, that's terrifying. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. Spooky. Well, I, you know. Or you just look and it's gone. Just the corpse is gone. Yeah. And also, how quickly until someone jerks off to it? Oh, God. Yeah, post it online or something, like on 4chan. Like, watch my grandma rot, like yeah. you said. You know watch they probably, they, you know they probably, probably bury, like, somebody topless. Like, some, oh, like, porn star or something God. that dies young. Yeah. So, like, oh, you can even jerk off to them after they're dead. Whew. Yeah. That's. I, like, I, I kind of wish I didn't believe that. Like, I said it, I started to say jokingly. And then as the sentence went on, I went, no, this is. This is totally like something that could happen and, and, and probably probably will. Yeah, that's the thing about our the world we live in right now. I mean, nothing. I don't know if it's just me getting older. I feel like there, that's a part of it. But nothing you could really say would really blow my mind that much. Like, oh, you know, there's going to be people jerking off to webcam feeds of decomposing corpses. It's like I don't have any kind of a reaction other than, yeah, 
they probably will. You know what I mean? I, I don't know. It's like, it doesn't really surprise me that people, yeah. humanity would go there at this point. Yeah. Well, I mean, what that is, is you're dead on the inside. Yeah. Is that, is that, that, that little spark that was your uh, immortal and unique and beautiful uh, snowflake white soul has slowly been collecting the soot and sin of the world around you. And now you were just a broken down man and and you know you're reaching that point in your life where you're gonna have to start fighting to get some of that humanity back or wow everything will just become slowly worse and worse and everything will just taste of ash and you'll derive no joy from your life and you'll start a podcast that'll call the alex cast and you'll just talk to anybody just so somebody will listen maybe at some point someone will say something vaguely amusing to you so you can sort of remember what joy felt like as you slowly slip into middle age and then eventual senility and then eventual death and no one will even be there to jerk off to your rotting corpse in your coffin. A monologue by Alex. I'll be okay. He gives water to the dead. Sorry, I'm just <laughs> making a fuckload of Dune references lately. <laughs> I don't know. No, that was that was very accurate. I feel like I could definitely see that in my yeah. future. Well, the good thing about that is, um, and I can speak for uh, somebody with uh, experience, uh, the experience of old age here, that... Uh, there is a kind of, uh, there is a, a trough, at least I've experienced it, and I think a lot of my friends, I've seen them experience it, like there's this kind of trough in your 27-ish area, but by the time you get back to your 30s, I think you start, like, feeling things again a little bit. Um, at least that's what I've, at least that's been my experience, and, and I've seen other people go through that, where I think it's just kind of this, I think you're so incredibly, like, inundated with, with, you know what it is, I think the thing is, you start to kind of develop a certain... Like a, like an editing process of what you want. At least what I've noticed is like what you want to actually ingest. Mm-hmm. So it's like right now. So I'm I'm 35, which I want to say that out loud because normally I'd be like, oh, I feel old. But I talk about how old I am a lot, and I think some people that listen to the show probably think I'm like in my 40s or something. Like <laughs> right. I'm actually still a reasonably young man. I just yes. I just I just I felt old since I was seven, and right. now. But but okay. So anyway, is um, what was I saying? I smoked pop before this, and I'm realizing that that was a bad idea because I'm losing my train of thought horribly. Yeah, same here. Um, come on. Oh, oh yeah. You're yeah, talking yeah. about getting older. Editorial stuff, yeah. So yeah. at 35, someone said, hey, do you want to watch um, Two Girls, One Cup? You know, remember that <laughs> right. whole big thing? Sure. At 35, I literally be like, no, I don't need to see that. I'm good. Like, I don't need that in front of me. Yeah. Like, the same as, like, I used to watch those videos of people getting killed and shit. Like, I, right. not, not in some, like, I mean, I guess that's perverted, but, like, not in like, yeah, that was great. Watch his head explode. But like, just out of like a morbid curiosity. But yeah. like, these days, like, I know I wouldn't watch that because like, I don't want that in my head anymore. Like, there's a certain kind of, I don't know, I think kind of awareness and kind of self-editing mechanism that starts kicking in after a while. So I, there, are, there is hope for you, uh, uh, young Michael. That, that yeah. yeah, no, that's interesting. That's good to know. I, you know. That, that might develop in me as I grow into a mature adult. Yeah, it happened to me. I'm not saying you're not a mature adult now. It's just that... No, it's, yeah, I the, agree. I, I, I've thought about that yeah. before. It's just weird, yeah, because I've, I've thought about the things that I watched on purpose yeah. at times. I'm like, yeah, I, yeah, I'm totally never going to do that again. Yeah, like that. <laughs> right. I mean, there's some stuff I told... Like now, like, now some of the sex stuff, I'm just like, that That was kind of like, oh, this is... This is... Uh, Oh, how shocking. But now, like, if someone brought a lemon party, be like, oh, look, they're just having fun. Just a bunch of old guys blowing each other. Like, <laughs> it's not, like, shocking. Just like, oh, that's nice. Like, that's, oh, look. They they, they like each other. They're having, they're yeah, having a they're nice having night. They're having a lot of fun in that tub. Yeah, yeah. Who so, can blame them? Yeah, so, like, you know, but, you know, any, any some other, like, you know, any other kind of heinous shit. You, you can have some of these if, if, if that would help you. Uh, 
Yeah, I might take you up on that. Uh, you're, you're welcome to it. You, you seem to have developed Lovely a, bit of, a, a, paper bit of, towel. a bit of sniffle. Well, I have, no, I have no tissues to offer you. I would gladly offer them. Unfortunately, I do not. For I cry too much. And eventually, I just I said, I'm going to need paper towels because tissues are a waste of money. No, they respond to that. I was just filling time. Closing that. No, I feel like I should stick up for tissues. That's bullshit what you just said. Puffs plus with lotion. Come on. I can stick up for tissues. Or at least I can stick tissues up. You just have to wait a day and then just kind of freezes into this kind of ghost shape. Which is weird because that's a jism is the word. That's for it means spirit. Hmm. So if you come into a, a, into a Kleenex and just leave it standing up, it turns into kind of a spirit shape. And just gets, you know, a crunchy, gross spirit on your table. Which, by the way, you could not wait for Halloween at the Alex Cast Studio. <laughs> oh, boy. Spooky. Hey, Alex, how'd you make all these table decorations? Well, I'm not going to show you, but... <laughs> it's good to know. Yeah. Good to know. I usually use lollipops, but yeah, now I know. I assure you, that's not going to happen. I do. I have, I have a little, um, one of those orange um, pails that's shaped like a pumpkin. And that's the entirety of my, my decorations <laughs> for, for Halloween. Um, my, yeah, this is going to take too long. So I'll save that for next time. Because by my math, we've been doing this for 55 minutes-ish. Yep. So let me ask you this, Michael. If mm-hmm. you don't want to talk about this, we can edit this out. Mm-hmm. But how are you enjoying your time on the Alex cast? How's your reaction? But we have not talked about this. But also... Probably something I should clear with you first, so we can edit this part out. <laughs> uh, no, I mean, I'm enjoying it. It's fun. Uh, you know, I'm not sure how much, uh, uh, you know, I'm kind of just reacting to uh, your presence here, you know, uh, guiding, your guiding light. Um, you know, I feel like I'm, I'm gently being carried through this world um, of mystery, and I feel very nurtured. Um yeah it's been great good i'm glad to hear it uh i was going to ask you that now i was going to tell tell the audience uh this well i'm going to tell the audience this the way i pronounced that it sounded like i was demanding you tell the audience something which was weird um i was telling michael as as he came in today that like i have nothing prepared uh i i've got nothing and if i was doing the solo show uh, i wouldn't have recorded tonight and probably would have put it off so (laughs) This 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 whole getting a producer in studio thing, it's been helping. Helping. That's right. So who knows? Motivations. Who knows? Yeah. Editing. Reverb. Maybe. Yes. Sometime in the future. Some kind of reverb. We're working on reverb. <laughs> Reverb's gonna be the awesome. future. Yes. Oh, see, of nineteen seventy. If we had if we had a reverb right now, I could go from the future. <laughs> and then and then it would have all sorts of reverb. And then and then I could tell a story about being from the future. You know, this is a tale from the future, but I can't now because there's no reverb. And without reverb, you can't be from the future. For the only way to reach the future, time caves. Time caves equal reverb or echo because I don't really know the difference. And I think they're the same thing, but for some reason, there are two different settings on Audacity. I was hoping you'd explain that, but apparently you're not going <laughs> to. Reverb versus echo? Yeah. Is it, um, do you know if there's a difference? Echo is like repeating. It's just kind of, you know, it's in, but isn't that, it shouldn't really add like verbosity to the sound. It should just be like a pure echo is just repeating. 
reverb adds like it can add warmth and like another layer of like uh, kind of adds texture to a sound if that makes sense yeah i mean I, I i guess it does i was thinking it was just like a really tighter echo and that's what i was hearing but yeah i guess i guess there probably is more to it i mean there's multiple ways to do it i think originally reverb was just a tighter echo yeah, I think that's kind of what I was hearing. And again, I, I said this on the show and I've said it to you a million times. I don't know what anything is. And it's amazing I've ever... Like the fact that I've, I've managed to make an MP3 and get it on the internet for this long is fucking shocking. Shocking. Oh, speaking of which, I shared this on Facebook uh, today. Um, I'm going to load up the facebook.com slash alexcast. Um... They, uh, okay, apparently, oh, here we go. Uh, 11 hours ago from, uh, my Opodomatic site, Facebook said, hey, uh, you want to share this memory? So, uh, it was, um, 2011, uh, uh, May 29th, uh, was episode 10 of the show. That was a long time ago. That is. So I was like, I shared it and it was just kind of fun because it's like, man, I'm not on that host anymore. That episode is no longer available to be to be downloaded or listened to, um, because, well, quite frankly, it's terrible. And um, that's it. That's that's the thing I was gonna say. It's, it's... I kind of thought I'd have more interesting like insight into it, and then it's like, no, not really. My how the times have changed. Yeah, I used to be in a different apartment back then. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, it's about it. Uh, let's see. I was complaining about being lonely. I wasn't having any luck with the women. Hmm. I didn't have anything to talk about. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, this is an entirely different show now. I mean, <laughs> yeah, it's evolved so much. Yeah, I did. I did have back background, uh, a backing track back then that I talked over. Oh, man. Well, that was mostly because uh, the, the mic I was using was so fucking terrible. Uh, that I just, I, I just having straight vocals just sounded so fucking bad. <laughs> yeah. So I just, I, I would put background audio on cause it's like, at least it would like it. I know. I mean, I guess that kind of makes sense. It just, it kind of covered up some of the awful. So it's, yeah. That's awesome. That's very authentic. Yeah. Well, I got, um, that was back when I had editorial, editorial skills, editing skills. Like yeah. I was, uh, I'd had that and, um, that's it. Do you want to try some backing music right now? Yes. If All you right. have some. Sure. What is it? We have some creepy alien music. Alien invaders. Alright, fun. I'm gonna find something dumb to read over that. Alright, hold on. Uh... I'm sure just listening to this will carry itself, right? No, we got here. Can you <laughs> hand me that, that big ass book? No, no, the, the uh, uh, over more towards the wall there. I know that's some kind of creepy weirdness. Right. Expounder of the sacred mysteries is the name of the Hierophant, and he is Osiris, a Shuhoris of the Netherworld. The station of the Hyrus is the extreme west of the temple, and the lowest point of Malkuth, where he is enthroned in the darkest part. In the quarter, represented black in the Minipotum Mindum diagram, representing a terrible and avenging god, and the confines of matter at the borders of the Klipeth. 
He is enthroned upon matter and robed in darkness, and about him feet thunder and lightning, the impact of the paths of Shin and Kotef, fire and water terminating respectively in the russet of olive quarters of Malkuth. There, therefore, he is placed in a mighty and avenging guardian to the sacred mysteries, the symbols and insignia of Hyrusar, the throne of the West and the Black of Malkuth, where it borders on the kingdom of Shells, the Black Robe of Darkness. I'm trying to go deeper and it's hard because I have a really lesbian middle-aged voice bearing a white cross on the left breast. The sword of strength and severity, the laments of ended from a scarlet collar, the banner of the West, the position of the throne of the West and the limits of Malkuth is fitting for the avenger of the gods, for he is placed there in eternal affirmation against the either ones. Hitherto shall ye come and no further. The throne is also placed there as a seat of witness and of punishment decreed against evil. A reading from The Intro of the World, Golden Dawn, Volume 3, Book 5, by Israel Regardi. Wow. I think Powerful. you captured the true intentions of that piece. I did. I have no idea what I was reading, and because I, I never actually got this far into the book. <laughs> but this was page 337, which was the extension I grew up uh, with in New Jersey. Wow. If you ever want to call my old phone, number 201-337. Boy. Are you allowed, you're allowed to give out random phone numbers, right? Uh, yeah, there's certainly no crime happening. Are you being sarcastic? No, I don't. I have no idea. I can't imagine that's a crime. I mean, maybe if you remember, let's let's beep those last four digits out. Okay. Because I'm I'm feeling like that's probably a, like like even it's not related to me at all, but I feel like just giving out some random person's phone number might not be might not be the best idea in the world. Yeah, morally ambiguous, legally excusable. Yeah, and you know. I don't want to get in one of those weird situations where, like, then they start calling, and then it's, like, some dead guy in the house, and then they start calling me, because, you know, that's the thing. And there's, like, there's a phone line lying over a coffin, and... And the inner front rises in the east. <laughs> that was fun. I'm gonna, I wanna, I'm gonna find more things to read for You for really transitioned through that reading. I mean, you really became yourself. Well, I was, tr- I was trying to go deeper, as you may have heard me say. I'm yeah. trying to go deeper, oh, yeah. but it's difficult, because... Boy, do I not have a resonant, <laughs> no resonant <laughs> bass voice. Uh, but you know, you, you make you make you make what you can out of what you have, and what I have is is uh, is kind of a uh, like a don't say lemons non gendered kind of alien voice. Like like if aliens actually came down, they probably had my voice, where it's like, hey, look, I'm somewhere in the middle. Like, uh, <laughs> hey guys, I'm from space. Hey yeah. guys, it's me, Clipthorpe. I'm from the, the valley in the, the district of Reichsnip. If wow. You, if, you play so, that, <laughs> if you play that backwards, that sounds like me making an ass of myself. Oh, forwards. You play that forwards. Well, I feel like I feel like our, 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 our journey tonight has, 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 has taken us here. <laughs> yes. Uh, to be continued, right? TBD, dog. We're going to be... Wait. I know. I TBD. That's to be determined, TBC. right? Yeah. TCB TBC. in a flash. Yeah. Yeah. Because, uh, you know, as we all know, this is a show dedicated to Elvis. If you're listening to these words, go on iTunes and leave an iTunes review. It helps. Go to Amazon.com and purchase a book called Periphery by Alex Bolin. Or just leave a review of it. That'd be fun. If you're like, hey, you know what I want? I want your name emblazoned across my tits. You go to Amazon.com and buy yourself a shirt. And 
If else, nothing more. Go to alexcast.com and I don't know, just look at stuff. Um, click the Amazon link before you buy stuff on Amazon. I never mentioned that anymore, but that'd be a good thing. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, do that. If you click that, I get like a small percentage of your purchase. And you don't got to pay extra. And when I say a small percentage of your purchase, it's not like they take like the bottom quarter of your shirt and cut it off and send it to me. For that would be incredibly stupid. <laughs> what they do is they give me a small percentage of the price you pay and it goes to oh. me. Yeah. That makes so much more sense. Yeah, because I've it, always wondered how that works. Yeah, it's like why do we, why are there only fourteen balls in this set of billiard balls I got, right. and then I've just got I've got a collection of seven balls here. Right. Well, I mean, I've been using you know various podcast links for years, and I never noticed any discrepancies with my orders, and I was always very confused, thinking it wasn't working. Or, yeah. You know, they weren't getting my gifts. Um, do you still have Audible on the website? I do, but uh, I I. I kind of never say that, but if you want a free Audible book, hit, click the Audible link on the site and you get it. Um, like, you, you get a free audiobook and they give me, like, a significant amount of money for everybody that does that. So, like, if you're in the market for an audiobook, you should totally do that. But the problem is no one ever did. Like, I think I've gotten three. So yeah. I just thought this is stupid because it's like, I might as well tell you guys, I get, like, 15 bucks like yeah, for each person that yeah. does that. Like, it's like, you know, it's nothing to shake your stick at or whatever that hmm. phrase is. But, uh... Um, yeah, so if you want to, I mean, it's like literally a free audiobook. It's like you get to keep it and everything. And then you just, as long as you cancel before your, your, whatever that time limit's up, you don't have to pay nothing. Yeah. And don't forget if you get like a new card or something, you know, you get another go around, just use a different email. Yeah, that's probably true. Yeah. I yeah. Mean, well, that's what I do. I, I have nothing but free audiobooks from Audible on uh-huh. like a bunch of different email accounts. But hey, you know. Well, why are you not clicking through mine thing? Am I not? Yeah, I guess I've not. done it at least once. Okay, you're years. one of the three. I, okay, yeah. I, to be fair, it may be five at this point, but like it's it's not for the for the years I've had that up there. It is so fun. But also, I, I've heard that if you do it through a cell phone, it doesn't even count. Like they don't even give oh, it to geez. you. Like you have to do it like on a on a computer, and it's just it's you know you it is clear just a, your cookies yeah. or whatever. But whatever, you know, wow. if you got, if, basically if you guys want a free audiobook, give it a go because you're still going to get a free audiobook. Doesn't matter if I get anything out of it. Whew. And um, yeah, that's it. Yeah. Um, Breaking new ground with that that ad reading there yeah well they can go fuck themselves never heard that on a podcast what uh uh yeah (laughs) adamandeve.com you want to be smart because smart people have sex uh yes alpha brain guys did you uh yeah powerful alpha brain um put 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 it in butter uh what did you what's what's your website now What, what did we decide by we i mean you iota.bandcamp.com i-o-t-a iiota.bandcamp.com. The other one was taken. Yes. Of course. I hear that. You can, yeah, at the AlexCast on Twitter, at, at the AlexCast on Instagram, I guess. I don't know, just find me, whatever. Fucking find me, say hi, click on things, do stuff. I'm here for you and you alone. Mm-hmm. And when I say you, I mean you. Like, this isn't like the generalized you. Or not you, Michael. Like, the person no, I'm talking yeah. to right now. Like, you know you know how your therapist tells you that, you know, that podcast guy isn't actually just talking directly to you and he's not giving you messages? She's lying to you. Or, sorry. He's he? lying Thank to you. you. I was really um, confused. Wait, you're not talking. I'm talking directly to you. Yeah, you. I'm getting it's so you. confused right now. The, the messages you're hearing are only to you. I know who you are and I love you. Come. Don't listen. It's fine. I'm not going to say that other part because I just realized I probably do have some mentally unstable people listening. I was going to go tell them to do some horrible things, but like, yeah, you know, just in case, 
I'm gonna I'm gonna leave that there. But I am only talking to you and you you alone. So you know you're yeah, not no. you're not you know it's not it's not that you're crazy. It's just that you know your therapist and your friends and family just don't know how special you really are, and that these messages are going uh, for you. And the world is created and revolves around you and you alone. Yep, yep. We used to call those people shamans. You know All, exactly. You know, come on, society. Yeah, you know. Come uh, on. You know. You know. If Jesus came around today, they'd be like, "Oh, put <laughs> him on, lock put him, him on soul off, right? Jesus right, guys. Christ. Probably, probably." Probably give him like a vaccine so he so he becomes autistic. autistic. Yeah, and they, oh they put God. fluoride on his cross and 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 put chemtrails over over Golgotha. Yeah, that's right. Lead paint on the walls of you know Mary Magdalene's bedchamber. So exactly. you know his spawn, his secret Catholic spawn. Exactly. You know, Ram Le Chateau people, open your eyes. Thank you. Finally, the veil has been rent. My, my, the, the, the scales have been removed, and now I can see clearly. I'm a fucking moron that believes in dumb shit. Um, here's a quick quick hint to you guys out there. If you believe in something that's in a Dan Brown book, you are a fucking moron. <laughs> just, uh, just telling you that right now. And that one, I'm not kidding, that is directed at you. If it's in a Dan Brown book and you believe it, you are a drooling simp. And this isn't one of those like, no, but I know better. No, trust me, I know better. I've researched this a lot. You've listened to me talk. I'm probably smarter than you. You're a fucking simp. And to be fair, I've never read those books. I just wanted to be mean to people because I tried to read it once and it just really got on my nerves a lot. That hit me around the same time that like History Channel was doing all of those, you know, unexplained files, unexplained phenomenon, you know, was revelations about the Roman Empire. Like, you know, and, you know, I was like 13 and read, you know, Angels and Demons or whatever it was, the Da Vinci Code. Yeah. That that definitely blew my mind at the time. No, so I'm sure there's you know, there's room for it in your life. Yeah, no, if I, you're I, a fucking I, idiot or something. No, like I, I was. No, I just want to be mean. <laughs> I, to be fair, I, like I tried to read it. It's just it's poorly written. He may actually have some because I I know he stole some ideas from people that knew what they're talking about. So I mean, it, it's yeah. typical like mainstream shit though. Like yeah. you know, take that and then warp it into an interesting plot line. Yeah, but so, anyway, I, not... I'm 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 part of the Merovingians and and uh, <laughs> and and part and therefore we're all God. Um. We're done. That has been producer Michael. I have been host Alex. You have been, um, insert name here, audience. And this has been an episode of the Alex cast. Go in peace. Namaste in Lakesh.